Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Patreon, it's Patreon, you're here cause you choose the movies. It's Patreon, it's Patreon, movies, choosy, choosy movies for people pay us and they're doing the movies and they're doing the movies and here's Sam and Luke. Sam and Luke, Patreon. Excellent. Yeah, so, uh, Luke? Mm-hmm? It's Hanksy Panksy Special Dark. Oh. Um. <laughs> yes? Why? Yeah, this is, this is like 99% uh, cacao, my man. Oh, the extra dark, dark, yes. rich, uh, mm, chocolatey yes. version of, of Hanksy Panksy. Nice bitterness mm-hmm. uh maybe a sprinkling a little sea salt mm. just a little sprinkle maybe off the elbow like that weird guy yeah like salt bay yeah is he still relevant i think he got sued recently oh no i've heard his restaurants are actually pretty shitty which mm. you know for a guy who bounces ingredients off his elbow shouldn't be <laughs> shocking <laughs> Taken, we're a minute and 30 seconds in, and we're already taking swipes at Salt Bay. So. Yeah, well, you know how we are with our, you know, twisted, uh, you know, Comedy Central roast style humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, we don't hold back, man. No, Mm-mm. no, we're, we're a regular... Shit, who does the roasts these days? I want to say Chris Rock, but I think that might be a little too topical. Yeah, that's a little too topical, and it's also a topic I don't want to hear about ever again. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So let's not talk about it. Let's not. Instead, Luke, let's talk about the movie that we watched uh, this month, Mm -hmm. um, and and that is uh, 1995's, I deeply apologize for the pronunciation, Dilwale Dolhania Le Jayenge. Or as it will be uh, pronounced from here on out, DDLJ. Yeah, I saw in the Wikipedia page that it has an acronym, DDLJ, and I thought, oh, thank God. You thank thank God. God. It does. I do have a, a translation of what it means. Ooh, I um, forgot to look this up. So please hit me with what it means. Yes, give me two seconds. Uh, the Bravehearted will take the bride. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I actually love that title because, you know, movie titles don't tell you enough about the exact plot of the movie and kind of <laughs> how it's going to work out. <laughs> and 
it's kind of nice. Like, can you imagine if uh, Shutter Island's title was instead, like, actually he's the mental patient? Yeah, insane man hallucinates Nazis. Yeah, like, fuck, that would be so good. Mm-hmm. Um, or if, like, Westworld was just called, like, Crazy Robots. <laughs> Crazy Murder Robots. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, Luke. Uh, we did watch all three hours and ten minutes. Hey, I of, wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna mention it, but hey, patrons, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> go fuck yourselves. <laughs> three hours, and my version was twelve minutes. Three hours and twelve minutes. Wait, what version did version did you have? Uh, it was just through Amazon, my man. Okay, which... Okay, so there are two versions on Amazon. Mm. And I really struggled to figure out which one I was going to watch. Yeah. Because there's one that's like DDLJ English subtitles mm-hmm. uh, that weirdly has a release date of 2018. And then there's just DDLJ, I guess, classic. Yeah. Um, and... and which one did you pick? I picked the classic. Mm, I picked the new Coke. Oh, <laughs> so I might have gotten an extra two minutes of material. Potentially. Yeah, mine, mine officially was 189 minutes. Mm. So. Yeah. Now, did was your subs or dubs? Mine was subs, of course. Okay, then what the fuck is the difference between these? Because mine was also subs. Apparently, it's two minutes of meaty, meaty content that I'm sure will have completely revealed this movie in a different light to me and me only. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me this real quick. Did your version have Raj's dick in it? It did not, sadly. Mm, No. Mine only had Raj's dick. Yeah. A character it, uh, we have yet to talk about, but is central to the plot of the movie. Um, yeah, mine was just 189 minutes of a man's penis. Hmm. Which, yeah. for once, Sam, I'm going to go out on a limb and would say, our goof version of the movie, not as good as the real movie. If it was not at all. <laughs> 189 minutes of a man's penis, not very good. No. No, it was not. Um... Luke, I'm going to do something we've never done before. Okay. How are you doing? How was your week? Hmm. We've never done this before. We have not. And I figure, you know, the people who pay for this podcast should hear about our well-being or lack thereof, be that as it may. Sam, I have had a great week. Man, that's good to hear. Yeah. I uh, recently have gotten into the sport of disc golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I played three and a half rounds today. Um, yeah. Which is some absurd number of holes. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did, did you do well or oh. like our former president? Are you not going to going to say who won because you don't want to brag yeah i don't want to brag also i don't want to convey in any way the fact that i am good at disc golf uh (laughs) because that would be untrue 
No, Sam, I had a really great round earlier in the week, and then today was a bunch of stinkers. Mm. Just me throwing things over fences, sort of Goonies style, just like... Oh, yeah, you hate to hear it. Um, Yeah. If it's any consolation, though, um, I have a confession to make. Mm -hmm. I can't throw a Frisbee. Well, that would be challenging for disc golf. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, like, I am like terminally incapable of doing it hmm but this means you've tried at various points in your life yeah yeah, yeah. I've, I've tried to throw a frisbee it it don't it don't work hmm. well as i take a giant sip of water because i'm very dehydrated uh yeah. sorry for that audio um it's it's for all that disc golfing yeah all that disc golf, but Sam, yeah. So to answer your question, I've had a great week. I've been outdoors. I've been physically active. Uh, mm-hmm. I've had a friend visiting this whole week, um, which has been fantastic. Yeah. Had some great food today downtown. I'm just, I'm riding on sunshine, my man. Um, Fucking a, my man. So my my energy, even having just consumed a three and a half hour, or excuse me, three hour and basically fifteen minute movie, which again. Go fuck yourselves. Um, <laughs> having just done that, my energy level is riding high. Feeling good. pretty good. So, Sam, all that to say, because I feel like <laughs> your answer is going to be very different. How are you doing? I, one, I am extremely tired. Mm-hmm. It has been, it's been a long week. Not bad by any means, but it's been long. It's been long. Um, you know, Wednesday, uh, we went with some friends to go see Alton Brown, uh, live, which was fantastic. Uh, Luke has just walked away. Folks, folks at home, I just want you to know, I am now just talking to an empty webcam. I'm back. I'm so sorry. My wife has a habit of leaving her computer with her game running until the game kicks her and then loudly plays title screen music through her headphones so oh well that's fun yeah so i'm i'm listening i'm here alton brown okay yeah yeah so we saw alton brown super fun Mm -hmm. except um i didn't really check the weather forecast before so when we walked from the very good pizza joint to the theater um it was pouring and i didn't have a jacket or an umbrella so we just got soaked Mm, just uh, the way alton brown likes it yeah i was i was sopping wet and uh went into a cold theater with my t-shirt stuck to me in the (laughs) worst kind of way um but let me let me tell you something yeah um and this just shows how fucking like sequestered i've been from society everyone was so nice about how wet i was <laughs> um i mean they were so so many people were like i'm so sorry you got drenched or like we were getting to our seats and like walking past people because we were in the middle of the road and we got there a little late visa you know because of the rain yeah and uh and everyone was like, man, that sucks you got wet. I'm really sorry. And it's like, holy shit. Holy shit. Everyone's so nice. Because I thought they would be pretty angry about the wet boy walking in front of them, shimmying his ass in their face. But yeah. no, no, they were all so nice about how wet this boy was. I mean, Sam, I just love the uh, the inverse. What if they weren't <laughs> 
What if they were all like, Jesus, you're wet. What are you yeah, what, the, well, what are you fucking doing? Well, I honestly I anticipated some grumbling. Mm. Uh just some like, God damn it, come on, guy. This is a professional show. We all paid to be here. Yeah. Uh but no, they were all so nice. It made me feel so good inside. That's um, awesome. And then let's see. Uh, I, w- I went to a luncheon at the governor's mansion today, mm. which was interesting. Yeah. Um, you, did you, did it, in my head, this looks like Bridgerton. Like you've got like period clothes on and you're eating fancy food with a bunch of forks. I got to tell you, you're not actually terribly far off. Oh. There were, <laughs> let me tell you, my man, there were so many fucking plates at that table. Yeah. Uh, it was, and look, I'm, I'm no stranger to a mini plated table, but it was a little confusing again because I've been shut in for two years. Um, (laughs) you've been eating Cheetos in your underwear on the couch for two years. Yeah, man. I had to put on a fucking suit and go to the governor's mansion, which I've never done been to before, but it was pretty. And, uh, uh, like there was... There was a plate with the dessert on it, and then the dessert fork, and then a bread plate, and then two, uh, excuse me, two, uh, glasses, one for iced tea and the other for, for water, because we in the South, and we gotta have our tea. Yeah. And, uh, and then there was the entree plate. It was just a lot of plates and a lot of forks and knives, but the food was pretty good. Uh, the the downside to the week, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, man. I kept waiting for more after you said the food was good. It's like your brain halted at the station for half a second. Yeah, uh, the, look, the lunch was awkward. We had a table. Uh, we, uh, uh, my organization had a table. Yeah. At this thing, um, but we couldn't find anyone to come, and so. It was a table meant for ten people, and there were only three of us at it. And we were in the back of the the uh, like dining area, and it was like pretty awkward. I didn't know anyone, so I just ate my chicken piccata and my green beans and uh, and my piece of cake, and I went home. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so there's that. I've also been fucking exhausted. Yeah, I know I'm going on a little too long, but I've been oh, real tired. Buddy, we're past too long. We're we're Look, around the bend and up the mountain at this point. <laughs> the, you know what? Honestly, this is what you get for giving us a three-hour movie. You're gonna get a full <laughs> breakdown of my week. I've been so stressed out because my cats are not really getting along right now, mm-hmm. and and man, it is taking it out of me. Yeah. I, I just want these kitties to like each other and be okay, but they're all kind of freaked out. We had a, a house visit from a vet that really, really freaked the cats out in a big, big way. Yeah. And so it's it's been a lot of hissing, a lot of growling, a lot of worrying on my part. Man, we have spent so much money on feel-away diffusers. Mm-hmm. I'm like fucking bankrupt now. Please, please give us more money through the Patreon so I can buy more fucking feel away so my cats will like each other. Yeah, that or if we could get a fucking sponsorship from feel away. Yeah, at would this be... point, wouldn't it be great? Feel mm-hmm. away. I, I hope it makes my kitties happy. <laughs> makes your cats 
happy? Question mark. They seem to be hissing less. Um. So yeah, that's been my week. Yeah, it's been it's you know it's been the best of weeks. It's been the worst of weeks. Yeah, and I I think given that we've spent fifteen minutes, ten of which <laughs> was you talking about your week. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so no folks, no I'm, no. I'm so tired. No, I'm planting a flag in the ground because as you said, you you gave us a three hour movie. This is all critical information related to the fact. That uh, we had to watch a three-hour movie. Luke, you know what we should do? What's that? We should record record this episode, mm-hmm. right? And then we should leave the recording running for like <laughs> two hours. <laughs> yeah. But we need to have something very critical, like spaced out within it so people have to listen to the whole goddamn thing yeah we'll we'll reveal who we're doing for our next season of the podcast yeah but only at like a really specific time stamp like not at the end yeah not smack dab in the middle but just somewhere we're gonna be like hey folks next season we're doing (laughs) uh actually just just the tv show the slap uh, starring Zachary Quinto. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, to part the kimono a bit, has been pitching us watching the entirety of The Slap, and I have refused. Uh, I gotta tell you, man, I, I think it is a sign of my mental degradation from this week that I just keep pitching you the worst ideas. Yeah, you're really batting zero on ideas oh, this bad. week. So let's, it's so bad. Let's loop things back around, because, man, it's been 17 minutes, and we have yet to talk about DDLJ. Yeah, and I do actually really want to talk about this flick. Luke, how was your watch of all three hours of DDLJ? So, important note, uh, Mm -hmm. had a lot of fun, exciting stuff going on, which, again, I stand by our decision to spend almost half an hour talking about our weeks, because it's relevant, because I had a lot happening. Didn't want to watch mm-hmm. this movie. So booted it up yesterday, watched about 30 minutes and enjoyed it. But it wasn't what I was looking for last night. Uh-huh. Uh, so <laughs> I turned it off and did something else. Uh, then had an amazing day today out on the course now that I'm a disc golfer. and mm-hmm. uh, Just like the president. Just like the president. For- former president. Yeah, just Sorry. like 45. Well, Honestly, mm-hmm. I think he's technically still the president because mm. you you know how the election's not real yeah, or something. Because you know, um, mm-hmm. I agree with Supreme Court Justice Clarence <laughs> Thomas's wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving beyond that, um, didn't want to watch it, so booted it up today. Uh, pretty late in the day, I think it was like five when I started the movie again. Yeah, man, you started pretty fucking late, and yeah. I won't lie, I thought you had watched half the movie, so I was like, okay, like I'll be, I'll be all right. I can stay up that late. I'll be okay. Yeah, energy will be good. And uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, I did apologize profusely, but uh. Yeah, honestly, watch was pretty good, pretty chill, despite the fact that it's three hours. I did get Indian food mm-hmm. delivered to our home. Uh, Ooh, very nice. Which felt very appropriate. And mm-hmm. 
it was it was fairly smooth once I got into it, but God Almighty, have I never? I don't think I've wanted to watch a movie for this podcast less than I uh, wanted to watch would, DDLJ. But I would like to remind you that uh, tomorrow we have to watch Fate of the Furious. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's under two hours. Please, God, tell me it's under two hours. Let me check that for you, man. <laughs> I. I don't feel confident. Yeah. Because uh, they've all been right about two hours, I feel like. Yeah. Let's see. Fate uh, of the Furious. Luke. Oh, God damn it. First of all. I need to tell you that just watch the website that I use to figure out where I can watch these fucking movies, mm-hmm. which uh, turns out it's Fubo, so we gotta fucking pay for this one, because I'll, <laughs> I'll fucking die before I get Fubo. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a foot disease. I know. <laughs> I got Fubo yesterday, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm real sorry. I hear it's terminal. Yeah, I got terminal Fubo. Um, so it's on Fubo. How long is it, Sam? Just give it to me straight. I just, I need to tell you the genres first. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Hit me with those, Sam. Mystery and thriller. Okay. Bold statement. Action and adventure. Sure. Crime. Crime. Interesting. I got to tell you, mystery and thriller is a buck wild thing to say about any of these movies yeah as a uh, aficionado of the thriller and mystery genre uh i don't know man i don't know that this one's got the stank but then again maybe they have some real nordic noir influences in uh yeah. fate of the Furious. i mean maybe but um it is two hours and 16 minutes god Fuck. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I may yet not want to watch that movie (laughs) (laughs) more than DDLJ, but... Honestly, the worst part was that you kept forgetting that we had to watch it, and I kept having to remind you, which is, like, heartbreaking, because it's like... (laughs) It's like telling a, like... Ooh, no, that's maybe too much of a bummer to make that reference. But it's it's like telling someone that they're dying again. Yeah, or like telling every... a, telling a puppy like that they can't do something. Mm, like yeah. you can't chew on the couch. Oh man. Yeah, I know. Because every time I was like, "Hey, you, I'm gonna watch DDLJ," and you were like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Or it was like, hey, when do you want to watch DDLJ? And you were like, fuck, we have to watch that? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I felt so bad. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, we got here. Sam, how was your watch? Whew. Uh, okay, so today is um, is April 1st. So um, uh, I guess we should do an April Fool's Day joke, but I don't know what it would be. Um, Next season is nothing but Margaret Thatcher biopics. Oh, God. Not even (laughs) funny, man. That's that's the meanest April Fool's Day joke you could do. (laughs) 
<laughs> Nothing but Maggie I, Thatcher, the Iron Lady herself. Yeah. The only the only thing, the only way that you could get me into doing that would be if it was a solidly hate-focused podcast. Yeah. Of us just talking about how great it is that Maggie Thatcher is fucking dead yeah. and how it should have happened earlier. And it is pretty great um, and it should have. Yeah. Mhm. So, okay, so I started watching this movie yesterday, March 31st, a whole different month. Mm-hmm. And um I uh, didn't really want to watch it. Sure. And so I started watching it, and then I got very sleepy. Um, and I I did fall asleep. Uh, I fell asleep two hours into the movie. Mm-hmm. At which point, my wife thought that I was still watching it. And so <laughs> she was in the room watching the movie, she thought, with me. And then she looks over, and I'm gone. Yeah. I got photographic evidence of this. Your wife texted me yeah. a photo I'm, of you. Uh-huh. I, I am going to post that photo with the episode. Okay. Because uh, it, it feels like the Christian thing to do. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then <laughs> I had to rewind the movie to the last thing that I remembered which I thought was maybe like 15 minutes, but I kept going further and further back, going, fuck, 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 I don't remember this, I don't remember this. Uh, and then I, I, it was half an hour. God damn it, Cat! just decide. What do you want to do? Do you want to be on the desk or do you not? Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Pure chaos from your end of things today, man. <laughs> It's a fucking mess over here, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I rewound the movie to the part that I remembered. I started the movie again, and then I started getting really sleepy oh, again. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> so, so I paused the movie like a responsible adult and fell asleep for an hour, and then I woke up. It was time to figure out dinner, and then. I was like, you know what? I don't want to fucking finish this today. So I didn't. Yeah. Pro <laughs> move. Yeah, for sure. I I woke up at five this morning and finished it. Ooh, that's that's a devil's bargain right there. So you traded it, a little bit of eating convenience for a mm-hmm. 5 a.m. wake up call <laughs> with DDLJ. To watch an hour uh the the last third of a 1995 bollywood movie yeah <laughs> a movie a bollywood movie is long if not longer than saving private ryan yeah yep mhm so that was my watch mm. luke do we do a plot yes okay yes because it's so simple sam it is um, it is. <laughs> despite the fact that it's three hours long. Uh, so, yeah, as Sam mentioned, this is like a Bollywood mega hit. Just I I want to talk about some of the stuff with this movie because there's some genuinely wild shit going on. Yeah, for uh, sure. With, like, the, the impact this movie had. Yes, and I would love to talk about that. So, again, Bollywood's the genre. 
There's a girl, there's a boy, they fall in love when they're on vacation in Europe, uh, but she's in an arranged marriage and has to go back to India to marry a guy, and her dad doesn't like this kid that she's in love with. So the kid decides to endear himself to the family, and then uh, stop the wedding, and they do that after he mm-hmm. gets the snot beaten out of him by her ex-fiance. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, and his and his friends, the Kane Gang, the Kane Gang. <laughs> yeah, um, and then they run away together at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, literally, that's it. But it's three hours and twelve minutes long. It is quite long. Mm-hmm. Um, but Luke, I'm I'm literally dying to know. Mm-hmm. What did you think, S- Sam? Uh-huh. You're asking what did I think of the movie? Yeah, DDLJ, the 1995 Bollywood hit. Mega hit, yeah. Um, Sam? Mm-hmm. I really liked this movie. Right? <laughs> this is a damn fine movie, for sure. Oh, my God. It Though, I don't know if you had the same experience. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of fascinating. Because I'll tell you, the first bit of this, I was not here for it. Mm. It was it. It took me a minute to get on board with the tone. Yeah, because it's got this very specific, like kind of hokey tone to it. Oh, it's hokey. It's it's so full of corn that mm-hmm. uh, it's the American Midwest for sure. And so it took me a little bit because I was like, ooh, I don't fucking know about this. And Kenna, too, she was like, I can't. She was like, this is too fucking cringy. I can't even be in the same room. It's making me anxious. Uh, so she left. Uh, and I, uh, I I was, you know, I was like, I'm I'm going to try this. I re- like I do like the idea of Bollywood stuff. Like I've talked to Luke a lot about how I want to do a Bollywood miniseries. Yeah. Because uh, I like it looks so fucking fun, so I was like, I'm gonna hang tough with this. I'm gonna get into it, and um, and then we do the trip to Europe, and dude, that fucking perfume and poison song. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Holy shit, that song fucking slaps. Oh, there's some real good numbers in this one. That's my favorite though, for sure. Uh. Well, I'm sorry, you're wrong, because your favorite, my favorite, and everyone's favorite song is the wedding song. Mm, yeah. Which one, Sam? <laughs> uh, it's it's the one about, um, uh, let me let me think, it's, it's about, like, put on your henna and, like, get the carriage. Mm-hmm. The palanquin? Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and... It, at the end where uh, Simran's dad sings and and dances with his wife. Mm-hmm. You remember this one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's a fucking club banger. Oh, yes, it is. It for sure is. But just to make sure, we're talking about in the beginning the same one where they're drinking, right? And they're like, let me sway a little bit and, and stuff. They're, they're uh, the perfume and poison? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's when they're in France, and she tricks him into playing the piano. Oh, that and one. Then, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm thinking you you meant the one, not the one where she tricks him into playing the piano, but the one later where they're drinking cognac in Switzerland. 
And oh, I mean that one's fun. There's not a bad song in no, the bunch. No, that's that's the point we're trying to get across here is that the songs are club bangers oh for my sure. God, they're so fucking good. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So you know, it took me a little bit to like get into the movie. And then, you know, Kenna came into the, the room a little later and she started watching it. And then I fell asleep. And during the 30 minutes that I was asleep, mm-hmm. we hit the wedding song and Kenna, she turned around on it. She was like, hey, this is actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man. Because it's because it's phenomenal. And it is every it, first of all, and, and this should not be a shocker for a Bollywood film, but the choreography mm-hmm. is so god damn good it is intricate and it is perfect oh it's it's incredible what you can get a a room a room full of people to do Mm -hmm. in in a synchronized manner for sure yes um i it's just it's a phenomenal film i know it's i know it's three hours it's a lot to invest. You may fall asleep during it. You may fall but, asleep twice <laughs> during the course I, of this film. I paused it before yeah. I fell asleep All right. the second time, Luke. I'm a professional. For sure. <laughs> um, But it's just, it's so good. Watch it. Mm-hmm. Watch it, watch it, watch it. It. Oh my god, I've I've just been playing the songs mm. around the house now. That's cuz I I love them so much. That's a level I have yet to attain, uh but I also did just finish this movie roughly 40 minutes ago. So. Yeah, no, the 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 wedding song's been just fucking lodged in my head. But yes. this is also a guy who um when I was younger went to see uh the the play Bombay Dreams mm-hmm. with my family, which is like sort of like a Bollywood style play. Yeah, and uh, and I did buy the soundtrack and listen to it a nonstop <laughs> uh, through my I guess youngish teen years. It would have been like what, like two thousand two or some shit. Okay, two thousand two to two thousand four. Sure. So, you know, during my formative years, listening to. Br- br- uh, show tunized Bollywood yeah. songs. Yeah. So not uh, a shocker so. that you're you're into no. what DDLJ is putting down. Oh man, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, this movie I mean, this is really my first exposure to a Bollywood flick. Outside mm-hmm. of seeing yeah. the occasional dance number uh, yeah. The occasional song just floating through the zeitgeist. So this is my first. And Sam, this apparently, this movie's been playing, or was it played in India for a thousand weeks? Actually, my dude, mm-hmm. uh, it played for 1,200 consecutive weeks. Holy shit. That's 20 yeah. years. Yeah. So do you know why? They stopped showing it. Did the did the every available film reel like finally burn itself out like a VHS tape if you pause it too much? No. Okay. They they stopped playing it due to low attendance because they on, only only had two hundred fifty people watching it. <laughs> 
holy fucking shit, man. And and so they were like, yeah, we're not going to show DDLJ anymore. And then apparently there was a huge public outcry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were like, fuck it, it's back on. And then the only other reason they stopped was due to the lockdown from the pandemic. And my guy, when the lockdown ended, DLJ surged back into theaters <laughs> like a fucking phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> Dude, we don't have a comparable movie for this. No. There's nothing. Uh, actually, a little bit. Um, I have seen this compared to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. That I could see. Uh, yes. I mean, not quite the same because we don't have Rocky Horror Picture Show playing literally all the time. Yes. Um, But apparently, like, especially in terms of, like, audience interaction with the film, mm-hmm. that that's kind of similar because apparently people are, like, into it. Yeah. And they, like, they, like, cheer and they yell and they sing and all that stuff, Um, which, uh, like... Now, all I want to do is watch this in a crowded theater with people who have seen it. Yes. Like, I'm not joking. I I read that some people were like, yeah, I've seen it about 50 times. Yeah. Which is no small achievement. That's... No. In, I mean, that's <laughs> 150 hours of, yeah, uh, of that's, viewing that's pleasure. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, but... Can I actually talk about, like, the significance of this movie? I wish you would. I'm loving this. I do want to add really quickly, though, that I don't want to take away... Because I feel like comparing it to Rocky Horror Picture Show takes away some of what it's achieved. Because, to be fair to it, it's like if Titanic came out and Titanic never left the movie theaters. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, And also, if Titanic had completely and irreversibly changed the entire foundation of film mm. because that's what DDLJ did. Fucking yes. Talk to me about this, my man. It completely reinvented the romance genre mm. for Bollywood. Completely did it. Uh, and in particular, part of what made this so like groundbreaking and successful was that the two main characters are non-resident Indians. Mm. Okay. And so it played huge in the Indian diaspora. Yeah. uh, Which was, I guess, a market that Bollywood had not particularly catered to before. Okay, for sure. Because our two main characters live in London Mm -hmm. uh, and grew up in London. And so uh, after this, you got a number of movies that suddenly are like really catering to the Indian diaspora, really showing a lot of non-resident Indians uh, in their movies, yeah, and this became so successful that that wedding song is played at so many Indian diaspora weddings now. It is ridiculous. Nice, that's fucking crazy, my dude. The video that I found of the wedding song mm-hmm. that I listened to has a hundred eighty-three million views. God. I mean, and this is a movie that came out in 1995. 95. And this isn't even like the official post of the movie. Yes. Or, or of the song. It's just a a copy of the song on YouTube. Holy balls, man. That's yeah. some serious numbers right there. 
Yeah, this thing uh, grossed like, I think it was like over a billion rupees. Yeah. Uh, in in India, and then uh, several million more outside of India. It it I it just did fucking gangbusters. Yeah. Uh, aspects of this movie have been copied over and over and over again, including the final uh, sort of scene where she's running to the train mm-hmm. uh, that's like moving away. That's been copied in loads of movies, including Slumdog Millionaire. Mm. Yes. It is a hugely, hugely uh, uh, influential piece of, piece of Bollywood cinema. Yeah. And I'm so stoked that we got to watch it. So, yeah. patrons, I guess you can unfuck yourselves. Um, yeah. Or, if you were enjoying it, fuck away. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to fucking yourselves. I don't yeah. I don't forgive you for uh, sort of putting us up to put in this three-hour movie, uh, but the yeah. substance of it is truly excellent. So, uh, yeah. I guess thank you. Thank you, Daddy. Please hit me I, again. Personally, I like. I don't even think I'm bothered by the three-hour part. Mm, yeah, it's it was so good, and it's so fun, and it's just it's really fucking different from yeah. from anything we've watched. Yes, and so it was very refreshing. Mm-hmm. And to be perfectly honest, I have one comparison. Okay. To to what stylistically this movie is like. Yeah. And it's opera. Interesting. Now, see, you took a class. I and, took a uh, class. You're uh, you're much well much more well versed when it comes to opera than I, a simple peasant. Yeah. So I I took an opera class, intro to opera, back in undergrad. Um, and and I do actually really like opera as long as it's not in fucking English. You want to ruin an opera? <laughs> put it in English. It sounds like dog shit yeah for sure so give me that wagner german opera uh, give me a strong germanic opera german italian french honestly russian even sounds pretty buck fucking wild for opera but english sounds like you're just grinding tin cans with like cat teeth (laughs) it's just it's miserable um but no, so it's actually like pretty similar to opera, like structurally, mm-hmm. in that you have like a pretty simple plot. Oh, right? yeah, the plot is dead simple. Yes, with these like very over the top characters, uh, and like these pretty goofy, funny, like sort of interactions and subplots, and then songs that have nothing to do with literally anything else. Yes, dude. I was trying to describe this to someone, um, someone in my house, uh, how this works. Because in in our movies, in Western movies, um, our movies is not inclusive. I take that back. But just in in Western cinema, um, Mm -hmm. the, the songs are maniacally geared towards moving the plot along or creating some kind of like substrate that the movie can use to like, you know, build on characters or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Not so in this movie. Holy shit. You'll have songs that are unattached to literally anything that is happening in the movie. 
the songs are a full non sequitur, mm -hmm. and I adore it. <laughs> I loved it. Like, and that's kind of what opera is. It'll take like, and and the movie kind of does this too, where it'll be like a vague theme or like half a sentence that someone may have thought, mm -hmm. and then that's the song. So it's like. It is very, very loosely connected to any of the rest of the movie, but it's so nice because yeah. you're not having to pay attention to the song because it's expository. Yeah. You're you're paying attention to the song because it's, again, it's the fucking slap. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is a, a banger among bangers. Yeah. Uh, yes. And it, like... And the choreography's fucking incredible. Like, uh, one thing I adored with Perfume and Poison was the uh, the horns mm -hmm. that just kept, like, cropping up. Yeah. And, like, people playing saxophones just, like, running across the screen. They were... The people playing those instruments were a full-on fucking menace, and I loved it. <laughs> I can give a really specific example uh, of what we're talking about. Because I, yes. I wrote it down in my notes. So in the very beginning of this movie, uh, remind me again of, uh, what's her name in this movie? Simran. Simran. Um, yeah, she's singing a song about how she she wants to find this perfect guy, but she hasn't met him yet, and he's a stranger. Oh, yeah, the guy in her dreams. The guy in her dreams, yeah. And so she is singing about this, and we get we cut away to random shots of a guy we have not met yet. Turns out to be Raj. Uh, so it makes mm -hmm. perfect sense. But he's doing the following activities while she's, one, yes. singing from bed, and then, two, dancing in the rain in her backyard for some reason. And, like, I gotta tell you, pretty horny dance. Yeah. Yeah, She's she's got a real horny dance that she does mm -hmm. with an umbrella in the rain. But here's the things he's doing. And her doing. mom. And her mom. That was the weird part. It's like she's like real <laughs> horned up and it's like, dance with me, mom. Some real black swan energy, uh, <laughs> if you will. Um, but here's the things Raj is doing throughout this song. I shit you not. Mm -hmm. He's playing rugby. He's driving yes. go-karts. He's chasing a plane on foot. Yes, I love that. <laughs> chasing it while it's taking off. Yes. And then rounding it out, he's bowling. He's just yes. It's unattached to it's it's in the atmosphere. It's so unattached yes. to anything that's happening. Again, folks, I I know I said it, but you really need to understand that a lot of elements of these songs are a full on non sequitur. Mm -hmm. It just no attachment to reality or anything else. Do you know before I called uh, before I knew his name was Raj, uh, I called him Super Cool Sportsman. <laughs> <laughs> to stick with Titanic, that's like if you called Jack Draw Super Good Guy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and here's the other thing, uh, our introduction to Raj like once we actually like learn who he is is phenomenal yeah because he, we see him running to get to graduation mm -hmm. at which point during the graduation ceremony he is told that he failed college he is called out <laughs> by name during the graduation <laughs> ceremony as a failure such a buck wild thing to do mm -hmm. and then he goes home and tells his dad 
who is overjoyed because his his dad's great-grandfather was a failure and his son was a failure yes and his son was a failure and Raj's dad was a failure and so now he knows that Raj too is a failure except somehow Raj's dad is also a millionaire well you missed a key part of the joke which was a really funny joke I actually got a good laugh out of it which is that his great-grandfather like didn't go to school his grandfather failed in the third grade he failed oh, in the, yeah, like... Oh, yeah, no, they keep, like, yeah. f- sort of failing upwards, so he's, in a sense. So he's ecstatic that his kid failed in college, because that's mm-hmm. the farthest anyone's ever gotten <laughs> in the yes. family. Oh, yeah, no, I, I loved that detail. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he failed fourth grade. He's like, yeah, he dropped out in high school. It's mm-hmm. like, and, and he was like, I didn't even get into college. This is great. Yeah, it was such a good bit. But, yeah, his, his dad is a millionaire, uh, which kind of enables his his lifestyle, man. Uh, I want to harp on this one with one more example. Um, so when they're in Europe, falling in love, there's a great song that I absolutely adored, uh, which you may know the name of because you seem to know the name of all these songs. Um, uh, I actually I don't know the name of the songs that because the names of the songs are in Hindi. Hindi? Yeah, in Hindi. Uh, and uh, Luke, this is gonna be a real shock to you and our listeners. I don't fucking know Hindi, so <laughs> I, I've just been calling them the names that I recall. So like yeah, yeah. the perfume and poison song, I just remember because he says perfume and poison a handful of times. Yeah, for uh, sure. And then the other one is just seemingly like kind kind of recognized as like the wedding song. It has an actual name that I I dare not attempt pronouncing, sure. but. Uh, but yeah, I don't fucking know the names. All right, but all right, but which one is this one? So there's the cognac song where they're they're okay. Oh. I want to talk about there's some buck wild stuff that happens in this movie, so don't let me forget to talk about this. But yeah. before then, there's a song where they're in Switzerland, they're falling in love, they're drinking cognac, and they they have this wonderful little back and forth where either of them or both of them are drunk and they're interacting. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of this, like we have her running around town, like stealing dresses and yes, uh, fighting cops, <laughs> basically. Yeah, doing like full blown crimes. Yeah, because she's drunk. Uh, and then randomly, they're at a swimming pool. I, <laughs> yes. What? Thank you. They're like, well, okay, so they steal a dress. And then suddenly they're up in the mountains in the snow and she's dancing in the dress. Yeah. And then it's like three seconds later, they're swimming. They're in a, in a pool, gorgeous swimming in, pool. Inside somewhere. Yeah. And it's, does it explain it? No. Did I want it to? Fuck no. No. Who needs an explanation? It is perfect. Um, but Sam, there are some, there's some things I jotted in my notes. There's some buck wild stuff that they do in this movie. Uh, yes. This is not a complaint. I just want that on the record. Okay. Um, but there are some insane things. So, number one, she buys a cowbell in she Switzerland? She buys a cowbell in Switzerland, yeah. Yeah. So, that's one you, thing. They got a lot of cows in Switzerland, you know? <laughs> um, it's it's uh, cows, chocolate, fondue, and Nazi gold, baby. Yep. Welcome to Switzerland. Uh, 
yeah, so she buys a cowbell. Maybe that's a thing you do in Switzerland. I don't know. I've never been. Um, uh, I, I'm not to brag. I have, but I did not purchase a cowbell. Yeah, for uh, fifteen. Nor francs. do I. Nor do I recall there being cowbells to purchase. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know about that, man. Another thing that happens in this movie, and this may be my favorite, is there's a mm-hmm. scene around the wedding. When Raj is walking around helping out, trying to endear himself to the family, and my man leans into a doorway and begins eating an unripe banana, and I fucking loved it. I don't recall this at all. (laughs) He takes the greenest banana I have ever seen, (laughs) peels it. And just starts scarfing it down. And I Fuck, man. adored this man eating the greenest banana I've ever seen. <laughs> man, I gotta tell you, it took me a little bit to get on board with Raj. Really? Um, he's such a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the movie. Like, I, uh, I said... Let's see. Some of my notes about Raj early on is Raj fucking sucks and I have to spend three hours with him. And then when they're on the train. Yeah. And he keeps bugging uh, Simran. Uh, I noticed that he has like he had really big like can can you take your headphones your earbuds out? Yeah. Energy? <laughs> um, yeah. And I I had trouble with his hair because it does look like a bowl cut and a mullet had a baby. Yeah. The hair. Hey man, it was 1995. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, to the same end, he wears a suit later in the movie and it is like a full four button. Uh, yeah, suit. It's, it's so nineties that it hurts me. It's like, borderline zoot suit yeah (laughs) but i gotta tell you at some point i just really really got on board with it yeah Um, i mean he gets his shit together he we see him transform into this from this like lackadaisical who gives a shit kind Mm -hmm. of entitled rich kid into Someone that's a little bit more lovable, which... Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was the the song uh, that I called This Is Love, mm-hmm. where they're both, like, realizing they're in love. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool sequence. Yes. They do a really good job with, like, playing with, like, oh, is, is the other person there or not? Or are they imagining them? Yeah. With several cutbacks... To the mountains in Switzerland where they're both there in the snow again for yes. no reason. And I am not no complaining. Reason. No, I don't need a fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what Western cinema really needs to get is like, we don't need things to flow. Yeah. In fact, like a handful of times in this movie, they're just really hard, abrupt cuts to something completely <laughs> different. <laughs> And I don't care. You know what? I want to issue a personal apology to Baz Luhrmann. Uh Uh-huh. For the number of movies I've seen of his that I have lambasted for making no sense and being non-sequential. When, in fact, he's really just taking his cues from this Bollywood sort of idea. 
Does and, he have uh, music, though? Yes. He's famous for making musicals. Okay, I've not actually... I don't think I've seen any of his movies. <laughs> Moulin Rouge, for instance? Nope. Okay. Um, yeah, just... I've really la- I've really blasted the guy uh, mm-hmm. for years <laughs> over how he does these hard cuts and this, this uh, musical sequences don't attach themselves to anything. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, maybe I should cut him some fucking slack after the amount of praise I'm putting on DDLJ. Yeah, maybe you should. Or you could continue to say, fuck you, Boz Lerman. <laughs> you don't do it as good. Maybe that's it. Maybe that he's getting cute with it and, and it's just not as good as DDLJ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, could be. Could be. I Now, I got to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, well, actually, I'm curious. When you first saw the guy that, uh, Simran was, uh, arranged to marry, Cool mm-hmm. Jeep, what did you think? I thought we would fucking, we'd, we'd entered a bizarro universe where, uh, West Side Story had started playing inside this movie. Uh, oh. Cause he looks like a fucking greaser. Uh, now see, I'll tell you, the minute he graced my screen, I said, Kuljeet's fucking hot! Oh. (laughs) Okay, not untrue. That's a true statement. Um. I I even wrote, I want to marry him. Hmm. Uh, and and then he, like, spoke. And then I was like, no, I don't. Yeah, he, he, I hate this man. Uh, oh, he's the worst. Yeah. He and his fucking cane gang. Yeah. Just garbage people who should be shot. They for real should. Like, there's a great scene where he's talking to Raj's dad, uh, who's traveled there to see Raj. Because he missed him, which is great. Yeah. This guy's a great dad. Um, he's, yeah, he's such a good dad. Yeah, but he's talking to him. And Raj's dad says something like, you know what? Uh, she's not right for you. Let's let's skip the wedding and you just come to London and I'll find you some feisty sparklers, some real feisty yeah. gals that'll be more your style. And he says, no, no, no. I'll get married and then I'll come to London to meet the sparklers. Yeah. And you want to punt him fucking, off a bridge. Yeah, what a fucking pig. Yeah. Fuck you, Kuljeet. Yeah. You piece of shit. <laughs> Rod should have left you hanging from that tree to die. Yeah. Yeah, which he, was also <laughs> such a buck wild introduction. <laughs> yeah, when he he hog ties him to a tree and then makes <laughs> tiger noises. He um, makes tiger noises and then produces a gun from nowhere. Yeah, and fires a Beretta at a rope, freeing Kuljeet, and then it's like, "Hey, man, you're welcome." Yeah, and then then they're best buds. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's fantastic, man. Let me see if really quickly if I have any other notes of wild shit that happened in this movie. Oh, I do. Sorry. I have mm-hmm. one last thing. Oh, this one, man. This is the cream of the crop. So they're in Switzerland falling in love and then mm-hmm. they're in a barn because there's some awesome Swiss people that they run into who are like, yes, yeah, you can stay at our house. Mm-hmm. Um, people who wandered up off the street. Um, and once you're done, I have a great Switzerland story. Okay. 
Sure. Um, anyway, so they're sitting in this barn, and mm-hmm. <laughs> my girl lights a fire. Ta- in a barn. <laughs> in a barn with all of the hay and wood and gasoline. And on the wood floor of the barn, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... She just piled up some wood on a wood floor and was setting it alight. I think more so than the unripe banana, this one really got me. And I wasn't mad at it. I was just incredibly entertained. Yes, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so let me tell you something about Swiss people. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this movie in is not at all inaccurate about Swiss people just being like, yeah, you can stay in my house because uh, we we went to Switzerland, my family did, a long, long time ago, and uh, we needed to get our clothes washed, uh, and we went to like a dry cleaning place because we couldn't find anywhere else to go, and they were charging astronomical prices, mm. right? And there was someone else there uh, who was like kind of helping us translate? Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Hey, he or she—I kind of don't remember who it was." Was like, "Hey, if you want, you can just come do your laundry in my building. Uh, I'll <laughs> let you in, and it's it's free." Nice. And my parent, my parents were like, "Are you really?" Because you know, like you do a little bit start thinking like, "Are are you gonna murder me and eat my skin?" Yeah. But no, man, they just let my parents into their apartment building, took them to the laundry room, and let them wash all our clothes there. And then they, like, got coffee with them after. It's just the Swiss are so fucking nice. Yeah, man. I mean, with the GDP that high. I know. <laughs> you're going to be pretty friendly, I feel yes. like. Um, yeah, well, that's heartwarming and does make a little bit more sense than just a very hospitable mm-hmm. nation. Because these, my my two favorite people in the world do just walk up off the street and are like, can we stay with you? And they're like, yeah, go, yeah, go sure. chill in the guest house. <laughs> and, oh, man. Um, I I want to shout out Simran's dad. Okay. Uh, who, who is known, uh, I guess, formally as Baldev. And I guess like, uh, in a, in like a friend way, Babuji. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the finest death stare mm. I have ever witnessed. Yeah, this guy like he's burning holes through the TV and into my soul. Yeah, the the stank that he can communicate with a single look is it's incredible. incredible. Yeah. The, the scene where he repeatedly smacks the ever-loving shit out of Raj <laughs> is so powerful and so well done. Because uh, the man just, he has perfected ruining your life with a stare. Yeah. Yeah, the guy's got a real talent and a deep love for pigeons. Uh, oh, man, he loves his pigeons. Loves feeding these pigeons. Can't get enough of feeding pigeons because that's Mm -mm. for the folks at home pretty much the primary way that Raj embeds himself into this man's (laughs) life is to feed pigeons with him until eventually he's like I think of you as a son and he's like yeah 
Well, it takes him saving a pigeon that was shot by Kuljeet. Yeah. Fuck uh, you, what Kuljeet. What fuck? Yeah. Why would you shoot a pigeon, you ass bastard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> what if... Hang on. Really quick. Uh-huh. Because Kuljeet's always hunting. They're always talking about how yeah. Kuljeet's out hunting. And I don't know yes. Punjab from my elbow. So I don't know if that's no. like a common thing that uh, Punjabi people do all the time. But anyway, maybe, what if he's not hunting, what if he's just out shooting pigeons all day, mm. and they're like, th- oh, he's hunting, in quotes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's out there beating his meat. Um, <laughs> I mean, but, uh, probably a little as, bit of that too. Por que no los dos, Sam? That's what they say in that part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Raj does exclusively uh, call her yes. Senorita. So. He does. Uh, there's also a great English quote that comes from, I believe, Kuljeet's dad, mm-hmm. Ajit. Um, and it is, East, West, Punjab is the best. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know why, but I fucking loved it. Yes. Um, there, There is a moment uh, where uh, Ajit and his wife, Kuljeet's parents, uh, who are also the parents to Preeti, uh, a, a single woman mm-hmm. sit down with Raj very awkwardly and my guy I really thought they were going to ask him for a threesome <laughs> it had such powerful do you want to fuck us energy yeah. hey we saw you across the room and we dig your vibe mm-hmm <laughs> We saw that haircut, and we know that you can run alongside a plane as it's taking off. <laughs> How'd you like to plow either of us tonight? <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. Is there is there anything else that like stood out to you with this? Um, I think that's it as far as like Buck Wild things that stuck out to me. But I do want to mention really quick that uh, I keep forgetting her name, and you're going to have to keep reminding me. Simran. Simran. Um, her sister beats ass. Yes. Oh, my God. She's so good. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, fantastic. And figures out, because Raj is pretending like they don't know each other. Simran mm-hmm. and Raj uh, are pretending this way so that uh, Raj can kind of embed himself into the family. And let them yes. get to know him a little bit better. And her sister fucking clocks this immediately and is yes. like, I I don't like your fiance. I do like Raj, though. You should marry him. Mm-hmm. And and uh and Simron's like, I don't know who you're talking about. And she's like, Yeah, you do. You were on the roof with him. Yeah. And she's like, Oh <laughs> shit. Um, but no, uh, her, her, I guess, like, nickname is Chukti. Yeah. And she is immediately in the movie shown to be wise well beyond her years. Yes. Like, essentially omnipotent. Yeah. Her mom is, like, always with the philosophy. Why can't you talk like a normal 12-year-old? And, uh... Yes. Yeah, she's fucking... She kicks ass. I she's just so really good. appreciated her. And and deeply supportive. Mm-hmm. Just Just fucking great. Luke, we do have to talk about the fight at the end of the movie because it was uh, um, amazing. Yeah. So, okay. So, to to catch everyone up, uh, Babuji finds out that Raj and uh, Simran 
uh, have a thing for each other, and that Simran has not forgotten about Raj from her Europe trip, and and that this is kind of a hang-up for her in marrying the just real bastard man, Kuljeet, mm-hmm. who I hate deeply, uh, even though he is a fictional character in a movie that is nearly 30 years old. Yeah. Um. So, he, uh, Bubi, uh, Babuji? I, I can't yeah, help Bab- you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Babuji, uh, beats the ever-loving shit out of Raj. Slaps, slaps him like eight times. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Raj <laughs> cries, says goodbye to everyone, and then goes to the train station to meet his dad. Uh, whereupon... He, he is ambushed by a gun-wielding Kuljeet and his, like, seven friends all holding, like, seven-foot-long canes. Yeah. And they go to town on Raj. Yeah, they do beat the ever-loving shit out of this man. And his dad. Yeah, his dad shows up, puts up a hell of a fight, and then they're like, yeah, I'll beat up an old man. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, man, do you know what weird, uh, my brother, my brother and me deep cut popped straight into my head while they were beating the shit out of Raj's dad? What's that, my man? No baby beats the old man. <laughs> <laughs> A true That's deep cut. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so they beat the shit out of Raj's dad. They're caning uh, Raj on the ground. And the the stunts are phenomenal because he is clearly lifting himself up off the ground only to drop himself uh, like in a big, big flop, which I adore. It's, It's so good. And then, as near as I can tell, nothing really happens. But then Raj summons his plane chasing power and beats the ever loving fuck out of everyone and then holds a gun to Kuljeet's head. Yeah. Mm hmm. What? I, I say this with all the love in my heart for a movie that is fantastic. The choreography in this movie is incredible. The fight choreography is dog shit (laughs) and makes no sense. It makes the Power Rangers look (laughs) like, and I'm sorry to keep mentioning this, the Jason Bourne Barack Obama fight in the Bourne (laughs) Ultimatum. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say like a Bruce Lee film, uh, but yeah, for sure. It's, you know, fight choreography is hard. It's a different mm-hmm. discipline than dance choreography, so I don't and know, man. Honestly, I think I liked it because it was so bad. Oh, it fits the movie perfectly. Yeah, I mean, we've got Raj uh, putting a fist in a completely different zip code as someone else's face, mm-hmm. and the guy flies backward like he's been hit by a freight train. Mm-hmm. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, everybody does get the the snot beaten out of them, though. Everyone oh, looks yeah. pretty fucked up by the end of this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just... Oh, it's good. So good. Um, Folks, go over to Amazon Prime. Watch this fucking movie. Yeah. You really you should. You need to. You should, you should watch Raj eat an unripe banana 
And then please tweet at me when you do see Raj eating an unripe banana. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, is there is there anything else? I I we're running long. I think that's I think that's about it, man. Other than like you said, this movie's long. I didn't really notice it in the same way that like I do with Southland Tales or Saving Private Ryan. Right. Some of the other really long movies we've watched. Yeah, it it just it d- despite how we've talked about how everything's like really a non sequitur and it jumps around a lot. It actually flows really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just and, you just have to accept that a musical number isn't tethered to the world. Uh, yeah, verbatim. Like it doesn't have to progress within the confines of the plot. It can kind of right. just be an aesthetic, which is and, and, fine. And it exists in this sort of liminal space where everyone kind of knows that the song happened, but also won't really recognize yes. that a song happened. Yeah. Yes. Which is weird at first, but you get your head around it. It's a great time. Yeah. Uh, I also just want to say that the pacing actually is really good because it starts pretty slow mm-hmm. and then things speed up while they're in Europe. And then once you get to India, um, it it really, really starts moving at a pretty good clip, especially yeah. because it adds in this, again, very actually operatic element of Raj and Simran pretending to be strangers, Raj trying to ingratiate himself into this family so that he can get them to agree to let Simran marry him instead of the bastard Kuljeet. Yeah. Yeah. It, and... It's it's brilliantly done. Yeah. Go call up Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Say, hey... I want to watch DDLJ right now, mm-hmm. and he'll he'll go fishing through his pile of DVDs, and he'll <laughs> he'll put it in for you, and it's well worth it. Uh, yeah. So again, patrons, you're kind of off the hook for this one, kind of. Yeah. I I'll say because I know this was Tuck's pick, and he's been pushing for this one for a long time, and that we. We nearly did this one a while ago until my wife joined the Patreon and voted for something else because she didn't want to be around for a three-hour movie. Not because I influenced the vote. <laughs> um, <laughs> Real you, Clarence Chuck. Thomas uh, position of you here. Hey, whoa, don't compare me to that rapist. <laughs> um, I recused myself. <laughs> From the judgment. <laughs> I I have taken a very firm line that I will not participate in any of the, the vote-related decisions that yeah. my wife makes. Yeah, and you've, she, you've done a very... I will say, jokes jokes are out of the room. You've done a great job with that. Because she, she'll sometimes be like, which one do I vote for? And I, I essentially do the mature version of putting my fingers in my ears and going, la, 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 la. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't. I really can't yeah. Uh, comment. Yeah. So so I work hard on that, folks. I am impartial, uh, except when it comes to this movie, because, Tuck, thank you. Thank you so fucking much for, for suggesting this for, like, months now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so good. It is a, so good. It is a great time. Um, better than Titanic, some are saying. I'm hearing it on the waiver wire. Yeah, Um, yeah. Uh, you know, many people are saying out there, 
better than Titanic, even better than Avatar. Yeah, I'm hearing some uh, people say it. Yeah, so, uh, but you know, I don't want to brag. I'm not going to say who won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did hit a hole in one. Yeah. Um, people saw there's there's footage. There's footage. <sighs> well, Luke, uh, you wanna you want you want get rolling on out of here? Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. It's late. Yeah. And you're about to expire. So. I am. Uh, but before I do, I just want to give a big old wet thank you to Hanks's heroes, uh, Russell, Tuck, Daniel. Thank you so much. Uh, if if you got all drenched in the rain and you were sopping wet, I'd tell you that sucks and that I feel bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I bet Tom Hanks would too. So, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for, for pitching us money over on the Patreon. Um, and uh, just remember, this uh, this episode is brought to you by Feel Away. I hope it makes my cats happy. <laughs>